Hi guys, welcome back to our Man United podcast, Never Ignored. Um, we're on our seventh episode now, um, and we're quickly running out of content because there's nothing happening. <laughs> uh, we've got myself, MT, and Aleem. Hello everyone. Yeah, I can vouch for uh, what MT just said. There is literally nothing happening in the world of football, understandably, but not fantastic for the football podcast. Yeah, so it's been 15 days since we played Lask which was our last game. Um, it feels like a lot longer than that. But yeah, I don't know, how are you coping without the football? It's very strange at the moment because um, I've never really experienced it in my lifetime where football has just been so absent. I, I know normally you get like the summer uh, periods, etc. But even yeah, then... Yeah, well, the summer, we, you, some, the summer you expect it to happen. Yeah, right? and, and you get the co- constant content of, you know, transfer rumours and, and pre-seasons and, you know, that kind of stuff and how the managers are feeling for the upcoming yeah. season. So you still got something to to keep the appetite going. But currently, it's literally nothing. And uh, yeah, it's it's not fantastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, so the latest is they pushed that date back where they're going to have a review to the 30th of April. But even that's not seeming likely because we're under pretty much a lockdown, right, in the UK. So Yeah, so it seems um, unlikely. And even in a lower league football, so below the fourth, fourth league, um, they've, they've just nullified the season currently, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and uh, this reading reports today that there's a growing consensus that they might want to cancel the whole thing because um, they're saying we're true that it's a bit embarrassing to be considering when when they're going to play games again when people are dying and whatnot um that's actually a valid point i can't imagine yeah. sitting in that room being part of that panel and deciding yeah. that that is the most important thing to sort out currently exactly um but yeah um you know what can you do um so in to keep us up with some content i mean we've literally we were trying to find topics to talk about um there's nothing really in the news um so we've decided to look at our best Man United team, so a starting eleven, but the condition is that they can they have to play less than a hundred times for United. Um and they have to be an ex player. So we can't use obviously players that we signed this season like Wan Basaka, Bruno, that kind of those kind of guys, because they're still you'd like to think they're gonna have nice long United careers. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed, as far as we know, they're still playing for United. Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, those are the conditions. We've gone for a four-three-three formation. So we're both going to nominate um, players, and we'll have a quick discussion to pull up, pull together a final team. Um, so we haven't discussed the nominations w- with each other before. So we're hoping that we're going to have different players. Um, if we end up with eleven. 11 players all exactly the same then it's going to be a very short podcast <laughs> and, and ju- just to caveat this due to the nature of the fact that most of these players have less than 100 appearances for United it was hard it was very difficult <laughs> and genuinely yeah. speaking uh, they either tended to not have fantastic careers at United or they moved on uh, fairly quick yeah so I've gone I've based it on their overall their overall careers and what I consider their overall talent rather than necessarily their, their contribution to United my intention um, was to base it on their contribution to United, but uh, as I de- as I got further into uh, the process of choosing my eleven, I understood that that wasn't gonna that wasn't gonna be a reality. So uh, I then mine, switched to uh, mine went mine went mine went right out of the window with the goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> that, again, that was my intention as well. But as soon as I got to the goalkeeper, that was it. I gave up. Um, but yeah, as our resident goalkeeper, well, you you might as well get started with your. Okay. First nomination. Okay. This is this is my nomination, and I've predominantly based this on just his overall number of appearances in the Premier League. So I think right. that's a decent okay. mark. So, of being so you've gone for Premier League, so we've got some. We're definitely someone different then. Awesome. So I have nominated 
Ben Foster as my Manchester United less than 100 appearances goalkeeper. Okay, uh, so he was actually my second choice. So I think I'm probably going to end up leaning towards your answer on this one. But my nomination was uh, Victor Valdez. He's only played twice for United. I think one was a sub when De Gea got injured yeah. and the other was one start. Um, but he had a pretty good career at Barca. He did. Um, He's a strange one because he never had much of a Spanish uh, international career, did he? Yeah, I guess he was always number two to Casillas, yes, right? Yeah. So, um because he has played like probably like almost two hundred games for Spain, I think. So there was no chance of him getting in. Yeah, getting in. Um, I recall Valdez coming in um, when the, I think when uh, Van Hal went to make his point to De Gea when De Gea was having that whole Madrid fiasco, and uh, he started. Was that, was that under Van Gaal? I, I know he jo- I know he joined under Van Gaal, yeah. but I thought he joined mid season or something something silly like that. It was he he I know he got he got a really bad injury at Barca. Yeah, his contract his contract finished there, and then he just randomly turned up at United one day. Yeah. And and yeah, and then I think he started the season, and then there was a debate as to whether he could be our number one. But yeah, I thought came I, think, I think I think that was Romero. I think Romero started the season. De Gea was on the bench, and we signed Valdez later that season. Ah, okay. Because I remember Romero starting one of the seasons when De Gea was having his contract thing. Yeah, I've, I've, I remember he conceded a dodgy goal against Swansea. Which one of it. <laughs> I've, I've got a feeling that. Um, this, um, this, the the memories that we're recalling him to is it happened in two different seasons and that's yeah, how I think how so. much <laughs> has this Madrid because <laughs> yeah. because Va- Valdez I remember he made his he made his debut once towards the end of the season yeah. when De Gea got injured yeah. um, and then he started a game randomly but he fell out with Van Gaal as most players did yep. <laughs> um, but yeah um, Ben Foster I guess yeah he's had a pretty good Premier League career right yeah so he's um, he's made four hundred seventy seven professional appearances so I thought I mean, that's almost 500 respectable um, shows he must be decent I've got a, I've got a quite a funny quote about him as well from uh, A.D. Boothroyd current under 21 yep. England manager the, the quote is he used to be a Watford manager yeah. back in the day but... he's better than current Manchester United goalkeeper Edwin van der Sar and he claimed Foster would be the best goalkeeper in the world that's quotations um, this is obviously back when Foster was at Watford. Uh, I think he was yeah. still on the books at United at that time. He was on loan at Watford. Um, so that, that's A.D. Bodeau's uh, opinion on a young Ben Foster. Um, saying he's better than Van der Sar is pushing it. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Considering Van der Sar was one yeah. of the best keepers in the world at the time. Yeah. Um, I was watching Premier League years the other day and it was about, uh, you know when we signed Barthez? Yes. And um, we played Fulham and Van der Sar was there and it just made me think, like, you know, if we'd signed Van der Sar when he went to Fulham, the, having him for 15 years or something whatever after that it would have been incredible having him for that for that long it would have been Probably terrific but I recall I think the reason he went to Fulham was because he didn't have a great time at Juve uh, yeah he was he was number two to perform right yeah but, and um, his reputation dropped there because Fulham getting uh, Van der Sar was a bit of a steal if you look at it yeah it was, I think they signed him for like 2 million or something like that yeah. 2 3 million which even back then was not, not much but, um, but yeah Ben Foster um, I think he actually he, he didn't play much for United right probably about 20 23 appearances something like that. so he got a lot of injuries um, he did get a lot of yeah, injuries he actually I think he did okay they just um, yeah I don't know what, what what time did he did he I guess he came into the team after Van der Sar left right so yeah he came in around then and uh, so as part of 
Well, did we get Degea straight away? I can't even. I can't even remember this. All this. All this time. The time is just getting <laughs> merged, merged, merged together. So, so whilst I was um, preparing this list, I looked into Ben Foster's career a bit yeah. more. So, I, I don't want people to think I have some obsession with Ben Foster, and I know all this stuff off the top of my head. But I, what it, what I, what it did do is it made me remember against Chelsea in the Community Shield, he dropped two clangers, and then we lost on a penalty shootout, and he was largely blamed for it. Uh, and then going forward after that, he became, I think, what is currently what Jordan Pickford's going through where every time he made a mistake uh, he got uh quite quite heavily criticised for it because he started off uh, as our number one that season I think Van der Sar was injured um, and then he shortly lost that he, lo- he lost that after like four games because he made a couple more mistakes and that was it so did he overlap with De Gea or, he, or De Gea came after him I think De Gea came after him I think Ben Foster right. went off to Watford on a permanent following alone or to West Brom and then that was the year De Gea came in which was 20 okay so I was looking at it now so yeah the year we sold Foster was the same year that Oh, so we signed Diego the year after that. So he'd he'd gone to Birmingham, Birmingham City. Okay, that's bizarre. He went to Birmingham City, then he went to West Brom on loan from Birmingham. Yeah, ben Foster has, <laughs> has no loyalty, and then, and then West Brom permanently for for quite a while. But I was surprised the number of appearances he made for West Brom. I made just short of three hundred appearances. Yeah, two two hundred and nine in the league. Yeah. You see, yeah, it's quite a lot, and they're all 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 in the Premier League as well. Yeah, yeah. so. Okay, so we're yeah, in agreement. So, ben Foster is our number one. Yeah, I'll, I'll yield. I'll give up Valdez. We'll, we'll put we'll put down Ben Foster as our. Awesome. I'll let you best. go first now in the defensive yeah. line. Ah, right. So uh, we have to start at right back. I'm not I'm not happy with my right back choice either, to be honest. But um, I'm not either. Mine's a stretch. But I'll let you go. He's 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 a Premier League title winner. Uh, so that's something. Uh, Danny Simpson. <laughs> 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 he played he played eight times for United. Uh, I think most people probably wouldn't even. I can't. I can't remember him. I know. I know he's from United's academy, but I can't ever remember him playing for. I remember he had a bit of a run in the Champions League for some reason. It was that season Neville kept getting injured. Right, that could have been a lot of seasons as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I I really struggled with right back. But yeah, Danny Simpson. That's what. That's what I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> so so I struggled and I decided to adopt the um, FIFA World Eleven approach, which is when they just stick. Like wingers or midfielders in okay. positions. The gar- the Garth Crooks, the Garth Crooks. Uh, yes, yeah, the team of week. Yeah, so I went for. But to be fair, he's still a fullback. It's just not a right back. I think I went for Fabio, um, just because I like Raphael uh, But Raphael doesn't yeah, qualify for this. Raphael played more than hundred times, right? <laughs> so I went for the closest thing in terms of a genetic approach. But no, genuinely, I thought Fabio. He did have a decent-ish career for United. Um, he wasn't anything particularly spectacular whilst I was reading up on him uh, at his time under United he got into the Brazil squad made two appearances for them started the Champions League final against Barca the one we lost 3-1 he 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 seemed to have an okay-ish career at fullback for you it was that time where we just didn't have any good fullbacks which I think was a a large contributing factor to why he was getting into the team Um, but uh, I, I I went for Fabio because I just thought I like this team to have some Brazilian filet in the back. Yeah, uh, I think if 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 he was actually a right back, I think he he's definitely had a better United career than Simpson. Arguably, Simpson's had a better career overall. I agree. Yeah, if you win the Premier League, um, yeah, Trump, it trumped yeah. everything Fabio did. And he he was actually a right back. Yeah. <laughs> So, so surprising. I'm I'm still leaning towards Simpson. Yeah, I I will also. You know, I'll go I'll go for Simpson uh, on the yeah. merit that he won the Premier League. Cool. Uh, we don't need to spend too much time on right back because yeah. I don't think we're either of us are too too happy with <laughs> too, too too happy with our picks anyway. Um, 
so yeah, so we'll set we'll settle on that. So but English English talent so far. So that's good. Um, go on, so centre backs. I'll have to let you take the first one. Okay. Well, I think we're going to have a similar yeah, one. I'll, on, I'll on address the one that I think we both have because it's a bit of a no-brainer. PK. Yeah, that's a, he was. That was my position. Yeah. <laughs> so. And yeah. So not much more need saying. Um, he when you look at the options, he, he's by far the the best option that we yeah. have in that category. And he was he was all right when he played for. But he didn't play much, but obviously he was behind Ferdinand and Vidic at the time, and he's gone on to have a great career. So yeah, it was um, it was a strange one because um, I read that at the time. I don't know how true this was. Fergie had the choice. Well, he was choosing essentially as to who to keep on between Evans and PK, and he opted for Evans and let PK go because he had to. He couldn't keep both. Um, and yeah, obviously in hindsight, PK did go on to win pretty much everything. Um, and Evans went on. Uh, oh, he 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 didn't join. He was joined Leicester after the yes. after the I think. But um, Evans will still end up being a pretty decent defender. Yeah, he had he he was um, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe if uh, Evans had gone to Barcelona and played with Poyle, maybe maybe we'd be <laughs> maybe we'd be looking at it a different way. Um, but yeah, I think PK is a no brainer yeah. really for that spot. Cool. So we've agreed uh, on that. So then I've gone for my my next centre back option. Um, I've chosen Michael Keane. Um, okay. Now, to be completely honest, his this is a stretch. Yeah, it is a stretch. Um, <laughs> so I I've gone for him based on the fact that I think at some point United did really want to keep him because of the number of loans they, 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 they tried. They tried to sign him back as well, yeah. wasn't it? When he went to Everton, yeah. Um, the number of loans he went on. I think generally speaking, if you go on like he went on four loans generally speaking the club wants to keep you they they see a future in you if they're investing you in, in loans um, he didn't really make many appearances for United five appearances um, another interesting thing I found about him as part of my case for getting Michael Keane into this team is that he won the reserve player of the year award 2000, in 2012 can you guess MT who he narrowed, who he beat Lingard yes Jesse Lingard <laughs> I remember. I remember they them, they were quite good friends. So yeah. that that makes sense. Um, so, um, so that's my case on Michael Keane. And but to be, I think to, I, I think my mom was going to blow you out of the water. I think on this one. Okay, and but, and yeah, and to be honest, since he's gone to Everton, uh, he doesn't seem to be having a terrific time. He's gone on to play for England. Um, I think he's he's gathered a couple caps for England. Um, so that that's my case for Michael Keane. So my so my guy, he's won the French Cup twice, uh, French first division once. The Spanish Copa del Rey once, the Super Copa de España. Well, I think that's their like Community Shield once. Yeah. UEFA Cup Winners Cup. Uh, he's won the World Cup. He's won the he's won the Euros, and he won the Premier League with United in two thousand and two three. Oh, I know Lauren who you're going for. Lauren Block. Yeah. Okay. I completely agree. Lauren Block has beaten the only reason. <laughs> he was quite old when he came to United, but he still did a pretty good job. Old- and I think he. The only reason I didn't opt for Laurent Blanc was because I've never actually watched him play for United live because I think my United... I, I actually have. I've actually seen him play in a game, in a Champions League game that I went to see in like 2002. I've I actually physically seen him, oh, seen okay. him play live, um, which is pretty crazy. You know, um, first of all, I completely agree because I had him in my ultimate team as an icon last year and he was really good. So <laughs> so I'm more than happy to have him in the back line with PK. That's quite yeah, a solid back, I, back too. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm always one to like to say stats don't tell the whole story but if you look at his so he, he made 602 league appearances in his career wow and check check this he scored 125 goals that's terrific but he, he had like a weird <laughs> position shift yeah um, he went from midfield to the back didn't he 
Yeah, and his so his, his actual overall career numbers was seven hundred and eight games, one hundred and thirty seven goals. Yeah, but that's not bad for a centre back. That's awesome. And the thing is, even when he played in midfield, he was more of a defensive midfielder. So yeah. even for a defensive midfielder, that's an incredible record. Never mind the centre. Yeah, and the two, the two seasons he spent at United, he he made uh, forty six appearances in the first season and twenty nine in the second. Um, so he did play a part in those teams. Did he leave um, because he went on to retire, or did he move elsewhere? He retired. Uh, that was United was his last move. So he, that was 2003 that he retired. So he was already uh, 38-ish yeah. by then. So he was getting towards the end of his career. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I think he's a he's a good shout. Yeah, I think I think he. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if he matches up to the mighty Michael Keane, but um, yeah, <laughs> no, I'll give it to him definitely. Cool. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put Blanc in. Um, left back. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the left back as well, actually. Is ain't so? Yes, I agree. My, yep. Yeah, was that your pick as well? Yep. Um, so I remember when he left, obviously, it ended a bit acrimoniously with him wanting to go to Liverpool, this and that, um, and Fergie selling him to Madrid. Yeah. But I remember thinking, you know, Ever's got, Ever's got big boots to fill. Can Is he going to be as good as, um, as Ainsa? I was, I was actually surprised that he actually didn't play, he, he didn't make it to 100 games. Cause, um, yeah, because you you think he's one of those that did right in the like if you yeah. look at the numbers and the weird thing is was there a season where Ever and Heinzer overlapped? Yeah, I think there was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, Ever was signed in the January or something. Yeah, um, and then Heinzer left in the summer. I think it's about around something like that. I think Ever came in at left back and then Heinzer started playing as a makeshift centre back. Um, uh, I don't know if that was you. No, I'm thinking Rio Ferdinand had an injury then, um, but. Yeah, he's one of those players. He, he was really well liked by the United fans, and I think he won Player of the Year at one point as well. Uh, whilst he was at United, um, um, not one hundred percent sure, but yeah, it sounds either Heinz sounds fair. either Heinzer has edited his own Wikipedia page. <laughs> is correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was I was always liked I always liked having him in the team. I thought he was a good player. Um, yeah, it's a shame that he wanted to go to Liverpool, but it's good that it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I agree. Um, Heinzer left back. So he's a good shirt. Yeah. So we're going for a, we'll, we'll summarize our back four then. So well, back five. We've got Ben Foster in goal, Simpson, PK, Blanc, and Einzer. So it's pretty solid to me. So I think yeah, Simpson could definitely do an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Um, but otherwise, I'm pretty. It's a pretty solid back back lineup. Let's move on um, to the midfield. Yeah. So we've gone for what was it? The four three three formation we were saying. Um, so go on, I'll let you, I'll let you go first. Let's have your first. Okay. My first, first pick, Bastian Schweinsteiger. That's my first pick as well. Yeah, because okay, I'm basing obviously this not on his United career because he didn't. See, I, I still even I know he wasn't fantastic, and you know there's some other issues that came out after he left, but he still you know he he put in a shift every now and then. He came in at a time where we desperately needed some kind of leadership, and I think he did yeah. that when he was on the pitch. Yeah, and um, it, it was a shame because with Van Gaal he wasn't fit really, and then when Mourinho didn't want to play him, but he was fit. I was always interested. Uh, I wonder what actually happened. That that news never came out. Like what he actually did to get him demoted. To well, I I read that apparently whenever he used to get injured, he always used to go back to Germany, and he'd spend almost more time in Germany than he would in Manchester. Uh, um, and it was more that the players were getting fed up with it, as well as as well as Mourinho. Okay. Um, so, but you know, those are those are all stories, right? We don't know whether that's yeah, <laughs> whether that's true. But obviously, he's a he's a legend, legend, legendary player, World Cup winner. Um, won everything with Bayern as well. I remember when we signed him, I was very happy because um, well, at the time we didn't really know he was wasn't completely fit. Um, and you don't realize because yeah, you watch we, we, thought, you still, we yeah. thought you were still like a 
like a workhorse. The full, the full, the full version, yeah. Yeah, and you don't realise because you watch these players in like maybe Champions League and uh, Bundesliga, but when you come to the Premier League, if they're not fit, they really stand out that they're not fit. Yep. And it shows uh, um, that the level of the energy you, you need probably particularly in that position as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, so we're both in agreement with him, so we can move on from that. Um, so my second midfielder um, is another import from Germany, Hargreaves. This is it's also the midfielder I have got for. <laughs> so we, we, like we said earlier, we were hoping to have. Uh, we've had a fair, we had a decent amount of debate in the defense, but yeah, it's looking at the midfield so far. Yeah, there's two out of two. Yeah. Um, I get. I think I get that was a no brainer. Um, I know Fergie said he was his worst ever signing for <laughs> for, for United, Quite but he. Did, I think it's just his fitness issues, right? Everyone could see he was a good yeah, player. Yeah, he was good. When he was playing, he, he was really good. And again, when yeah, we signed him, I was really happy because it was off yeah. the back of the World Cup, was it, we signed him? Yep. And and, but potentially, we could argue, we could we could have maybe argued to playing him at right-back, right? Because right? he did, in that Champions League run, he did sometimes play at right-back for yeah. us. Um, was it right-wing he played? I can't remember. And he, he yeah. scored that free kick against Arsenal. He scored yeah, a penalty. Free kick. Yeah, scored a penalty yeah. in the uh, shootout Champions League final. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he. So, yeah, whenever whenever he was fit, he was a good player. Yeah. Um, and he's had a good career out, outside of United as well. Um, it's a shame because he's one of those players that you can tell in his brain he knows what to do, but his body didn't always allow him because he was either injured yeah. or he'd risk injury. Terrible pundit though. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> not not a fan of his punditry. Well, to be honest, I'm not really a fan of anyone on BT Sports punditry, but. Uh, and as Word, part of his yeah. um, one of his uh, little things that Hargus did, I think he was ahead of his time uploading himself training. Yeah, it's YouTube. Yeah, it was it was it was um, it was it was a bold well, yeah, it was a bold move. No one really did that yeah. back then. I think he was probably laughed at for doing it as well. I think he was. Yeah, I think yeah. he was kind of made a joke. Oh, this guy's uploading himself. But now, if anyone, yeah, nowadays, but, uh, everyone everyone would do it, right? Yeah, um, he was actually quite clever. Yeah. because He did get himself a move off the back of it. Well, yeah, he ended up uh, playing for Man City. Um, yeah. But it did. I always felt that kind of felt like they just signed him just because he came from United. <laughs> it felt like they were, they were in that phase still. They were in a strong like, phase yeah. of we have got something to prove. Yeah. So it's like, all right, this guy left United. He's available on free. Yeah, yeah let's get him. It's it a win-win situation, right? If if he does rubbish, they got him on a free. If he does well, it's like, haha, we got you. For, we got him from United. <laughs> exactly that. But um, yeah. Um, Third man. Yeah. So okay. I'll... I'm hoping it's let's let's see. I reckon we'll probably end up with the same guy here as well. But let's see. Go so on. again, I've gone for the uh, golf crooks school of thought, and I've right. opted for somebody who plays more on the wing. But I've kind of said, oh, he but played left. Does, did he did he play centre middle a lot for Real Madrid by any chance? Uh, no, I don't. No, he didn't. Okay, so so I've go gone on. for Memphis Depay in my midfield. Oh, okay. So we're gonna have a debate then. <laughs> Good. Okay, so I've gone for Memphis Depay. Um, more based on what he's achieved kind of before United and after United. His actual United career wasn't amazing. Um, he he tailed off badly in his second season. He made four appearances for us in the league in that year. Um, he seemed to have a lot of issues, I think, adjusting to uh, life in England or yeah, playing in the Premier League. Um, but he was... From what we saw before we signed him at the World Cup for Holland, he, he was yeah. really good. Um, and for Leon, he's been fairly consistent uh, since he's moved off to the, to the French League. Um, another interesting bit of trivia I found about him was his transfer to Leon was known as the first laptop transfer in football 
because he chose his next destination with the help from computer modeling by data intelligence company SciSports. I don't know what that means, but... That's not, that's, that sounds like this data intelligence company SciSports have paid him for an advert, right? <laughs> They've sent him a check and said, if anyone asks you how you ch- how you decided on Leon, when, when, you decided to... Up, when I read the first up, sentence up. of that trivia and it said the transfer is known as the first laptop transfer, I thought he like just agreed via Skype or something. To- yeah, yeah. So who have you got um, to? Well, so interesting point. I do have Memphis in my team, but not not at centre mid. Ooh, okay. So I'll put my case forward for my other centre mid, yeah. and then we'll see we'll see where it goes. Um, but I have Di Maria as the other centre mid, ah. which I kind of mentioned it with the he played centre mid for Madrid quite yeah. a bit. Um, yeah, but did. I think that would be a pretty good central midfield free. Schweinsteiger, Hargreaves, Di Maria. See, see, this is where I have to remove myself from the situation because um, I, I I did see Di Maria in that list and yeah. part of me was like, I know you're a really good footballer. You've you've done really well at United. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, I, 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 I hate him as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I'd still rather have the pie in, in the position yeah. for you. And I and I, I told myself I, I need to remove my own biases. I'm, that's it. I'm trying to take personal yeah. feelings out of it. But with him, um, I was just like, this is my one exception in the team. <laughs> Because otherwise I wouldn't have put Hargreaves in because he went to yeah. after. Um, but yeah, to be fair, if I'm talking about actual footballer, he was obviously better than Depay. Well, maybe Depay yeah. will go into well, he'd see, he'd see, I think he'd suit the position more as well. Yeah, if you if we yeah. if we see this as Hargreaves and Schweinsteiger as kind of CMs and then a cam in front of them, um, yeah, he'd suit the position very well. Uh, and yeah. and he did. To be fair, his one season for United uh, up until Ashley got 13 assists, right? Even yeah. though it's still not, it's not a bad effort for. Um, midfielder yeah. and considering he's, a lot of those games he came off the bench yeah and like for me yeah. notable moment the Leicester goal um, yeah and then the the assist for yeah. Mata yeah so he contributed a lot yeah um, he, he did have a good I think first half of the season then I think he had the whole ordeal of the house robbery etc and the, that unsettled him um, it's just yeah, the way he our, our, friend, our, our friend Ismail shouted at him in the car park as well yeah. that didn't help yeah um, I, think that, but... I think that was detrimental <laughs> in his um, final decision um, yeah. but um I think yeah, I think I think he deserves it over over Memphis for a central midfield place. Yeah, you know what? I, I have to agree with you. If I, I need to take if I take away my own uh, thoughts about him, he's in terms yeah. of his actual ability, etc. Um, he was he was a really he is a really good footballer. Um, it's just the way he left as well. The fact. Oh yeah, yeah don't worry. Uh, I'm I'm 100 with you on yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think yeah, for that centre position, he's the for me he's the he's the standout. Yeah, if we if we look at our options uh, based on what we yeah. had, uh, included in that centre midfield position, because like I said, Memphis, I do have him in my, in my team, yeah. but I just can't I can't see him slotting into a central midfielder. Yeah, kind of. Okay, makes sense. Let's put Di Maria there. And there's a right. Um, okay, so we'll summarise that midfield three then: Schweinsteiger, Hargreaves, Di Maria. Again, I think that's pretty solid. Again, yeah, yeah that is all, quite. Good all, 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 if all of them are on their peak at their peak. Um, very good midfield yeah um, and we mentioned Memphis so that's so I had him in next at right wing so shall I I, um, I go with who I put in at my right wing yeah go on who, 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 so I went for Wilfred Zaha um, so he did only make four appearances for us and he more or less he didn't have a fantastic United career at all um, but I think for Crystal Palace he's been fairly consistent um, he, so funny, funny enough I actually did have Zaha in but as soon as you said the word Memphis I kind of thought Actually, <laughs> Memphis is a better bet for the right wing yeah. position. 
Um, um, so for the reason, yeah. So the reason I went with Zaha is yeah, he's been he's had a fairly consistent career post United. Uh, he's quite often linked with a, a bigger move. Um, he had that time where England were very desperate to get him playing for them, which seems to have no one made much of a mention that he then just changed his mind and said I'll, I'll play for Ivory Coast, which I don't blame him. Um, he, yeah, I think I quite like the way he actually played football. He's one of those fun players to watch because he was quite tricky. Um, he just had a torrid time at United. Never seemed to get his foot yeah. in the, uh, his, get his feet off the ground, and you know, get into the team consistently. Um, but I do think uh, he's actually a good player. Uh, maybe he, the time at the time when he had the move, I think it was just too soon for him in terms of his own personal development. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess yeah. When you compare him to Memphis, I know they're playing in different leagues, but the you know their their output is just um since even since they've left United is just completely different yeah um like Zaha scored thirty eight goals in two hundred and ten games for Palace Memphis has scored fifty three in one hundred and thirty four yeah for Leon um you know Memphis's worst seasons have been better than goals wise at least have been better than Zaha's best yeah. But obviously, playing in Palace is is harder. Yeah, it's um, harder, and and I think another thing when I when I when I do see Zaha playing, yeah, I think Memphis is more of a goal scorer. Uh, yeah. Zaha's more of a create slash. I'm going to get fouled in the box and get a penalty. Um, yeah, well, I think that's it for me. Uh, I think Zaha is his biggest aspect is getting fouled in the box. Yeah. <laughs> like even Memphis is like his set pieces are good, his delivery is good, his finishing is good. Yeah, I think um, Memphis is more of a forward and I'd say Zaha's a better winger. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. For the, for the If I was picking like a front three, um, for me, it'd be Memphis. Yeah. But, but to be honest, um, if I look at it, um, because I'm not considering Memphis for the wing position, if I was matching him yeah. up and Zaha, the numbers, like you, the numbers you've just mentioned um, and in terms of actual player, uh, Memphis Memphis is a better player right he's a better player he, yeah. he starts for his international team yeah. he leads his team in the French well, let's um, let's if we discuss our other wing choice then maybe we could we can discuss maybe picking two out of the three <laughs> we'll try and figure out two of the three of them this makes sense yeah sure um, so who have you got on the other side again I've taken a page out of my friend Goff's book and I've gone for a forward <laughs> he's not necessarily a winger uh, I've gone for Carlos Tevez Okay. Uh, I've gone for him uh, purely because um, we all know he's, he was a terrific player, uh, tenacious, uh, strong, like aggressive. Uh, he was a good goal scorer for us. He was part of that formidable front four. Um, he did have his issues. I'm not too sure who with, but with getting a contract at United, um, I read that. I read that he ruled out signing for Liverpool, given the implications. Of, of the fact that he was a Manchester United player, but um, he was fine to yeah. sign for City. But then, but then <laughs> Manchester City, you know, those those implications didn't exist for him for every reason. Um, yeah. I'm assuming Manchester City uh, probably provided him with a better commercial offer. I'm assuming, um, but yeah, I think he was a t- he was a good player. Uh, he was a like a very tenacious striker. I think that's the word I would use for him. Um, and he went on to have a good career at City. He went on to have a good career at Juventus. I think he then went to Boca Juniors, and now he's in the Chinese league. Um, but I think yeah, he had a good career, and, and previously United as well, West Ham, and uh, Corinthians. Um, he, he was just one of those players that everyone knew, and uh, they 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 knew he was a good fin- good striker and a good finisher. What about yourself? Who have you opted for? So I've gone for uh, Mkhitaryan. Um, choice. He actually, had a, I actually think he did all right for United. Um, his his swap with Sanchez didn't really work out. <laughs> no. He's... Um, 
But as a winger, I think he's a pretty good option. He, but he's having a very good time in Roma. I've heard that the Roma yeah. manager wants to sign him on. And also, if we consider at Dortmund, he was a very good player as well. Um, and he even like, like, again, as like I said, we've been watching a lot of old football. Um, so I watched uh, our Europa League run. He was great in that. Yeah, um, he was very good in that Europa League run. Um, but yeah, um, I'm willing to make you a deal. I, I'm, I'm willing to consider this. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you Tevez on uh, left wing if you give me Memphis on the other side. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm happy to do that because I actually think yeah. Memphis is better than Zaha. And, uh, and I know it's, it's probably not uh, strictly correct to play te- uh, Tevez on the left wing. But sometimes when I watch these old um, Premier League games, you'd see like strikers that were playing. They weren't wingers though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like Rini, Rini yeah, used to do it a lot. Quite a lot with uh, Ronaldo and then like Berber in the middle um, yeah. or whoever was in the Tevez. And uh, yeah, it happened quite a bit. They weren't wingers. They were kind of like, you remember, I remember back in the Pro Evolution soccer days, they'd call them right forwards and left forwards. <laughs> they were more like that, left <laughs> yeah. forward and a right forward rather than a centre forward. So yeah, so we'll settle, we'll settle on those two then. Because um, Tevez, Tevez was my honourable mention for the next position that we'll get onto. I'm very um, confident we have the exact same man for that striker position. Yeah, and Tevez, Tevez, Tevez as well, he just he just qualifies, but for, for anyone wondering, 99 appearances he made for United. Yeah. So he just qualifies for our um. <laughs> so clearly for our team. what Tevez's thought was, was I need to qualify for a less than... For, yeah, he, he, knew in, he knew what, 10 years after he left United that there's going to be a podcast, <laughs> podcast that he's going to... Um, but yeah, to be honest, uh, I don't think there's even any point discussing striker. It's obvious. Yeah. Uh, it's, this is going to be funny now if we don't have the same person, but I'm pretty sure we both have Zlatan. I, we definitely both have Zlatan in the room. It's a tough <laughs> choice between him and Bebe. But, but have, between him and who, sorry? Him and Bebe, but I opted for okay. Zlatan in the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so 53 appearances, 29 goals. So even if you're just going on his United career, he gets in. Yep. Um, and then yeah if you look at the rest of his career I mean he scored ridiculous amount of goals right so just an insane striker overall when I was looking at his Wikipedia page prior to this I was scrolling for a long time that says it all his page goes on and on because there's so much information (laughs) about him stuff he's done the things he's done at various clubs etc he's just he's just definitely a generational talent yeah um, I mean his ego is definitely I think still a bit bigger than his than he is talent but I suppose that's part of the package you get with him, right? Yeah. Um, when he play, when he plays for your club, you don't mind it. Of course. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely annoying for other clubs. Yeah. Which is that's part of the appeal as well. Like, um, you know, you know, it's it's nice it's nice being hate. You know, what's the tagline? Another thing is what hated adored, <laughs> never ignored. Zlatan kind of fits that. Yeah, it's um, a very accurate description for to a, to, to a to a T, right? <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I would still have him back probably now uh, as a squad player. Um, he he was but, recently very linked with Leeds, um, which is a really I, interesting I, one. I read that story. Um, I'm not sure if we could describe that as a link. That seems more of like a crazy man who is the Leeds chairman saying, <laughs> "I wanted to sign this guy. I wanted to sign that guy." It kind of reminds me of you remember with Arsene Wenger used to do this. Um, I almost got this guy. To, yeah, every single player, yeah. I, I almost signed this guy. Yeah. Ronaldo almost signed him. Messi almost signed yeah. him. Zlatan almost signed him <laughs> like there's literally every every single player is like, uh, I think there's an article you could find um, which was Arsene Wenger's almost 11 and he'd be like the greatest team in history because he just he yeah. just said it's crazy like every single it's crazy because he actually genuinely I, I've seen a picture of him which with an Arsenal shirt yeah. on yeah there's him and Yaya Torre had a trial as well yeah. wasn't it there's, so um, 
But yeah, I think yeah, there's not really that much more to say about Zlatan. It's the easy, easy choice that one. Just just out of interest yeah. to you, who would you have managing this team from all of our managers? Uh, do, do they have to have the hundred appearances rule as well? No, because I I think Moyes is the only option in that case, right? That, that within recent within recent years, it's a bit of a no-brainer that uh, the great Sir Alex. Yeah, I mean, I really think Sir Alex would that dude would win us a title. Oh, easily, easily, right? He would. Look at, um, he would. Yeah, um, with that starting eleven, I think the only think most... the only sus- suspicious uh, position, right back and right back, any goalkeeper yeah. maybe, but that's it. I think the rest of the team are very solid. If then we're talking about them in their peak years, well, even Ben Foster, like he's a good, he's had a good Premier League career, and if he had PK and Blanc and Einstein in front of him, yeah. You know, he could easily have a, he could easily carried on to have a, yeah. And, have and a it's crazy United the career. standard that we're speaking about that one of the right back we're speaking of has won the Premier League and we still, Premier League oh. and we're saying he's not good yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's, uh, that, that's, that's, that's the kind of standards we're used to, which, yeah. So I think considering we've limited ourselves to 100 appearances, we've come up with a pretty good team. Yeah. It is actually a very um, solid team. And I actually quite enjoyed uh, taking a look at these players because I hadn't thought about most of them for a long yeah. time. Uh, and it was, yeah, we got a couple of a couple of World Cup winners in there. Some you know European Championships, a couple of them won the Champions League. They won they won everything between them. Yeah, and yeah, they. Um, so I guess it just goes to show that even if you're a quality player, you're not it's not always going to work out uh, <laughs> at these kind of clubs. Yeah, um, Di Maria. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to have the right character as well. Um, but yeah, we'll just quickly run over it again. So Ben Foster in goal, Simpson, PK, Blanc, Einzer. Schweinsteiger, Hargreaves, Di Maria, and then Memphis, Tevez, Slatten. Yeah. Good team. Solid team. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's all we got. That's all we had planned for this week. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll try and come up, come up with something new for next week to keep us, keep everyone entertained. Let, um, let us know what you think, uh, guys, uh, if you've enjoyed that. Yeah, we'll post we'll post the team on Instagram or something and then see if get <laughs> get anyone to comment on it and uh, see, see if there's any positions that you'd swap out for sure um, but yeah so uh, as per usual find us on all of the social media stuff at Never Ignored uh, some of them is Never Ignored pod but I can't actually remember which ones but we'll put it in the show notes um, but yeah so we'll catch you guys next week stay safe guys <laughs>